0: Last week, we lit the candle of hope. Now we light the candle for the second Sunday in Advent. This is the candle of peace. As we prepare for the coming of Jesus, we remember that Jesus is our hope and our peace. From the prophet Isaiah, For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. From the Gospel of John, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. Let us pray. Gracious God, grant that we may find peace as we prepare for our Lord's birth. May divisions in ourselves and our families be peacefully resolved. May there be peace in our cities and the countries of our world. Please help us to see the paths of peace in our lives, and then give us the courage to follow them. Lord, let us remember that you only are the giver of lasting peace and that you are always with us. Amen. Please stand and sing with us.
1: Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive. Heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing, joy to the world the same. Thank you. You can sit down.
2: long time ago, in the town of Bethlehem, a Savior was born, which was Christ the Lord. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? We're doing the Christmas play. You know that. What's the matter with you? Look around you. Everyone's here. Even our parents are here. Hi, Mom. Well, see, I haven't been thinking about
3: it, and I don't know if I believe it all or not. What? You don't believe it? Are you kidding me? What do you not believe? I don't know if I believe in the Christmas story. What? Well, when I was younger... I believe in Santa Claus, and you know what happened there. Oh, man, this
2: is worse than I thought. Here, take some deep breaths. It's supposed to help. Wait, I've had an epitome. You mean epiphany? Whatever. I'll tell you the story of Christmas, and you can decide if you believe it or not. But whether you believe it or not, it's still true. And the really good thing is that, since it's true, no one can ever take it away from you. All right, if you think it will help. Thanks. Let's do it. A while back, there was a young woman named Mary.
4: Do you believe yet?
2: I don't know. Is she supposed to be talking to me? Mary lived in a town called Nazareth. The town is still there. You can go see it. Oh, thanks. Mary was promised to be married to a man named Joseph. One day, Mary was visited by an angel of God. Now see you
3: there, right there, an angel here on earth talking to some girl named Mary. I mean, there is no archaeological proof of
2: that. Did you have breakfast this this morning? Yes. Do you have archaeological proof of that? No. My point exactly. So this angel says to Mary,
4: Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee.
2: Doesn't it sound like a strange greeting to you? I imagine that's what Mary thinks. She looks really scared.
4: Don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You'll be of the child and give birth to a son. And you're to give him the name Jesus. He'll be great and called the Son of the Most High. How this be, since I am a virgin?
3: Oh, I know this one. I take health class. Shh, the angel is going to tell her.
4: The Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God.
2: That is not what they told us in health class. I told you, shh, the angel is still speaking.
4: Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a baby in her old age, for nothing is impossible with God.
2: Who's this Elizabeth anyways? Did you skip a page? Wait, Mary has one more line.
4: I'm the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said.
2: Then the angel left her. And then Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea to see her relative, Elizabeth.
3: Hey, what's going on? Who's this Elizabeth chick?
2: Elizabeth was Mary's older cousin who lived in another town. She had been married to a good man named Zechariah for many, 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 many years. Strange. She doesn't look that old. This is an actress. (laughs) Months earlier, the angel had visited Elizabeth's husband, Zechariah. Dude, I knew you skipped a page. The angel had visited Elizabeth's husband, Zechariah, when he had come to offer the sacrifice at the temple.
3: What's the temple?
2: Like church, but before Jesus. Oh. The angel said...
3: Is that the same angel?
2: Yes, it is. See, it was the same angel. We like to try and stay as close as to reality as we can here. Oh, yeah. I see your angel here looks a lot like the real thing. <laughs> the angel said to Zachariah,
4: Don't be afraid, Zechariah.
2: Your angel seems to say that a lot. Actually, angels are quite imposing figures. You can look it up in various passages in the Bible where angelic presences are recorded. Almost all of them reflect how frightened the persons seeing them became. Dude, are you all right? Anyway, they end up having to say it almost every time. Say what? Don't be afraid.
4: Zechariah, your prayer's been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear your son, and you are to give him the name John. He'll be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and he will help to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years.
2: Wow, did you hear what he just said? He called his wife old. Dude, is he in trouble? <laughs> oh, he did something worse than that. He questioned an angel. Watch this.
4: I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. I have been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not be able to speak until this, the day this happens because you did not believe the words which will come true at the proper time.
3: Hey, what happened to his voice? Gone. Laryngitis? Power of God. Wow. You said it. Well, you sure that
2: Zachariah didn't say it. Sure enough, just like the angel had said, Zachariah and Elizabeth were soon expecting their first baby, despite their old age, but Zachariah still couldn't speak. It wasn't very long at all before Mary came to visit her cousin Elizabeth.
4: Blessed are you among women, is the child you will bear. As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leapt for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that what the Lord has said to her will be accomplished. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant from now on all generations will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me holy is his name
2: mary's visit with elizabeth and zachariah lasted about three months and then mary went back home to nazareth
4: do you believe yet
2: i don't know when elizabeth's time came she was delivered of a baby boy just as the angel had told him When it was time to name the baby, their friends and neighbors asked them.
4: What is is the baby's name? His name is to be John. But none of your relatives are named John. You have to name him after someone in your family. Zachariah, what do you think about this? What is the baby's name to be? His
5: name is to be John. John. John.
2: Suddenly Zechariah could speak again. Praise be to the Lord the God of Israel, because he
5: has come and has redeemed his people. And my, you my child.
4: And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the most high. Oh for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God.
3: Wow, all the time in silence must have given him some time to
2: think about what he would say. And John grew up and became a great man of God just like the angel had said and later he would be known as John the Baptist. He was a Baptist? Let's not get into that right now. And so that's the end of part one. Do you believe yet? I don't know. Well, let's go into part two. Meanwhile, back in Nazareth, we find Joseph. The man pledged to marry Mary, asleep in his bed. Joseph had had a hard day, because as soon as Mary got back from visiting with Elizabeth, it was obvious to everyone that she was going to have a baby. Uh Uh-oh. Yep. Now, Joseph was a very good man, and so he wanted to be kind and generous towards Mary, but since he knew the baby wasn't his, he wasn't sure what to do next. While he was still considering his options, an angel of the Lord came to him in a dream.
3: Oh no, not this guy again. Did you have anyone else who wanted to play an angel?
4: Joseph, son David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will be, save his people from their sins.
2: When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave birth, and he gave him the name Jesus. By union, do you mean? Yep, just like in health class.
4: Do you believe yet?
2: I don't know. Here, you read a while. Why? Because my mouth is tired. I've been talking all night. Well, that's for sure. Where would you leave
3: off? Oh, here it is. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that everyone in the Roman Empire would be counted. Why on earth would somebody order something stupid like that? tax base. Oh, now I get it. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea. To Bethlehem or the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. Hey, is this almost over? Because I'm getting hungry. Are there going to be any treat
2: bags? Yes, there are always going to be treat bags. Of course there are going to be treat bags. There are always treat bags. Now read.
3: While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn.
4: Do you believe yet?
2: I don't know, but that's a very pretty baby you have there.
4: Yes, he's the son of God.
2: And that's the end of part two. Time for treats. No, time for songs.
0: Please stand and sing with us.
1: Hark the herald angels sing. Bye.
2: near the little town of Bethlehem, there were some shepherds living out in the fields, watching their flocks of sheep at night.
3: And all of a sudden, an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and they were really scared. Don't tell me. Not,
2: ah, no.
4: Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths lying in a manger.
3: Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared to the angel, praising God and saying,
4: Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests.
3: When the angels had left them and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another,
5: Let's "Let's go go to to Bethlehem Bethlehem and see this thing which the Lord has told
4: us about.
3: So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger.
2: The shepherds went home, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Well, that's that. What a nice Christmas story. Hey,
3: hold up. What happens next?
2: Oh, you don't want to know. Yes,
3: I do. What happened to Mary? What happened to the baby? How am I supposed to believe in Christmas if I don't know what happened?
2: Are you sure you want to know? Yes. Be careful. Wanting to know is the first step to believing. All right. I want to know. Tell me. Well, okay, you, we'll read it together. You start.
3: Not too far away lived King Herod. He was king of the whole area where Mary and Joseph were living. Hey,
2: why don't I like him? Because you have good taste. Who are those guys? They are some wise men who lived in the countries nearby. They have come to find baby Jesus.
4: who has been born the king of the Jews we saw his star in the east and we have come to worship him
3: King Herod knew the ancient prophecies that there would be a Messiah born to the Jews he knew that this was the king they were talking about he secretly didn't want there to be any king but himself he called all the Jewish leaders together and asked them where is this Messiah to be born
4: he will be born in Bethlehem King of the Jews you say tell me more exactly when did you see this star appear
3: So the wise men told King Herod exactly when they had seen the star appear.
4: Go and find him, and when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can worship him as well.
3: Wait a minute, I don't like this. Herod means to hurt them. It'll be okay. No, it won't. We've got to do something. We've got to warn them.
2: There's nothing to do. Do you want to go on and hear the rest of the story? I don't know. Yes. Okay, then let's read. The wise men went on their way. And the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until they stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed.
3: On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and incense and of myrrh.
2: And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route.
3: Another route? You mean they didn't go back to Herod? They're safe? Yes.
2: Well, not quite.
3: What? Well, hurry up. Keep reading. Here, let me do it. When they had gone, and an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Oh, no, you're kidding me. Not again.
4: Get up, take the child and his mother, and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child and kill him.
2: So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where they stayed until the death of Herod. Yes,
3: they made it. Mary's safe, the baby's safe, even Joseph is safe. That is the greatest story ever. That is the coolest angel I've ever seen. Angel, nice. Good work.
2: So is that the end? Well, almost. Later, Joseph was visited by an angel in a dream and told Herod had died. So he and Mary and the young child, Jesus, moved back from Egypt to their hometown of Nazareth. And there is a very happy ending. Jesus grew up, lived a sinless life, thought about God, who was his Father, and later paid the price for his sins of the world. And now all those who believe in him will have eternal life. So, now the question is the same one Mary has been asking you all night.
4: Do you believe yet?
2: Do I believe yet? Yes, you know, I think I do.
3: I really do.
4: You see, it it really is a Christmas to believe in.
2: That was awesome. Time for treats? right after Pastor Al's closing remarks and a song. I do believe, you know, I think it was that angel. He was great.
6: I want everybody to know in the original email I got about my part, they said, Sarah said, it won't be that long, anywhere between 10 and 30-minute remarks. And so, uh, I'm right, no, I'm not going to speak for 30 minutes. I know there are candy bags waiting, and we came to, yes, thank you, Tommy, and we came to hear the Christmas story presented in this wonderful way. And uh, the focus, as you saw, as the kids uh, shared with us, is... uh, The Christmas story is not just to be cherished in our hearts or to be enjoyed as one of the many Christmas stories like The Grinch or Charlie Brown's Christmas. It's something that we need to believe to truly uh, be blessed by it. Uh, The book of John doesn't tell the story of the manger. The gospel of John speaks of what really was happening. If we could only see the spiritual reality with our eyes, it says in John that in the beginning was the word... The word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, and that's speaking of Jesus, through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. To the people walking in darkness, they've seen a great light. It wasn't just the light of the stars or the angels that night, but Jesus brought the light of life into a world that was spiritually dead from sin. He brought life to us. And that life, as the kids shared so clearly this morning, is only received. The gift has to be received. It can't stay on the shelf. We unwrap it by trusting in what Jesus did for us. It says again in the Gospel of John that he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And that's what we celebrate at Christmas time, that our Savior was born, the Prince of Peace, who makes peace between God and man through his death on our behalf on the cross. So the kids have presented to you the gospel message in such a wonderful way. And we trust that you have received that gift. If not, Christmas time is the time of receiving gifts. And we invite you to receive that gift even today. If you would like to speak to me or somebody else, please do so. Don't go away without the gift of life that God gives this Christmas season. And now as we close in prayer, the kids know that there are treat bags, just like the narrators of our play shared. There's treat bags waiting. But once again, before we go, I want to not only show appreciation to the kids as we already have, but to Sarah and all of the people behind the scenes who practiced with the kids, who taught their parts, who found their costumes, who dressed them up. It's like herding cats, but they did a wonderful job. And even our little runaway donkey, they kept everything. You know, I saw guards and others taking care of him. So let's show our appreciation for this wonderful presentation. (laughs) All right, let's close our time together in prayer. And the kids, don't stampede out of here, kids. Walk in an orderly manner to receive your treat bags, okay? Let's close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the joy of the Christmas story. We thank you, Father, that it's precious when presented to us through the young ones. We just pray a blessing on each one of them and their families. They are such a gift to us from you. And now, Father, the message that they share to receive the Christ child, to trust in what Jesus did on the cross as the answer for our sin. Lord, we receive your gift of light and life today. Thank you for this time together. Bless us as we fellowship. We pray all of this in Christ's name. Amen. God bless.